When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Standing by uh, is a man who knows how to beat the Melbourne Storm at Suncorp Stadium. He was part of the team to do it in 2009. He's also part of the SEN family, but let's have a look at that team very quickly. Carmichael Hunt, Antonio Winterstein, Steve Michaels, Justin Hodges, Israel Folau. Handy backline in the halves, like called Lockyer. He went all right. And Pete Wallace. The forward pack, Dave Taylor, Aaron Gorrell, Joel Clinton, Sam Thiday, Ben Teo, Corey Parker. A couple of internationals there too. On the bench, Alex Glenn, Lungi Setsu, Gerard Yaoye, and the man who's standing by, Andrew McCulloch. A very good morning to you. Do you remember round two, 2009? Well, I was 19 then, Ben, so it was a fair while ago, but I wouldn't say I know how to beat the Storm, but I was lucky enough to be a part of, um, yeah, that game all the way all the way back then. And you told me back then that there was going to be a 14 or 15-year drought after that, I wouldn't have thought so. So it was certainly a way different team. Um, plenty of players have gone to different directions. So, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, good night there, but it was uh, obviously a long time in between drinks for the Broncos at Suncorp. Still a handy team from both sides. I mean, I look through the Melbourne Storm. There's a bloke called Slater. He went all right. Uh, Cooper Cronk and Greg Inglis at 5'8". So there's your halves, partner. And you were packing down in a scrum when you came off the bench against a, a guy called Cameron Smith. Yeah, I reckon they had a pretty handy sword there when you look, <laughs> you look back at who they had. So... Look, they were obviously stacked with players um, and they were lucky through that era of who they had playing. So it was, um, you know, we had some handy players as well. Um, Carmichael Hunt, Israel Flau, Hodjo, mm. Lockie. So there was some, some names in there um, at the time. But, yeah, it was obviously a start of a rival, which obviously stems back from probably 2006 grand final. But, um, yeah, it certainly makes for an exciting game um, on Friday night between two teams who are, you know, going strong and deserve to be in the top four. All right, the question I'm asking this morning, are you confident that the Broncos can get the job done or you are you concerned Be, because of the bogey, because of any other elements? Uh, not really the bogey. I think every team's different. A lot of those guys that wouldn't even know. I, wouldn't even, I don't know how old some of them were when the last time they won there at Suncorp. So it's pretty irrelevant, that sort of stat. But you just hope they've got some confidence. But they, with- they have played the Storm, though, in the, in the last few years and they still haven't been able to beat them in that time. Like, does that does that play on on someone's mind? Be it a ground you haven't won at or a, or a team you can't get over? Not really. From my personal experience, I didn't really didn't really care. I think every every year's different. Obviously you'd like the result to be changed and everyone talks about it. But as a player, yeah, it didn't really bother me or phase me previous years or, you know, where you're playing and struggled at because you just weren't a part of it. So you don't feel really attached to it in in, in a sense. So you're just trying to get the best result for that week. And, you know, they've got a great opportunity. They've had a great round. They've had not many injuries. They've had a rest. They're key players. So there's no excuses. And, they've, you know, they've got the team to go through it if they really want to. All right. I want to ask you 
about that rest. Uh, Adam Reynolds hasn't played for a month. Paddy Carrigan, through injury, we haven't seen him for the best part of three weeks. And, and we know that last week they were uh, given a spell, the majority of the team. Um, how do you think that's going to play out? I was going to say good thing, bad thing. I suppose you could weigh up arguments for both. But what 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 has the overwhelming sense for you? Oh, you'd like to, I think great if you can rest players and you afford to do that. I think a lot of other teams, especially that bottom, um, you know, four or five teams in that you know eight or ninth sort of position on the ladder would love to rest players. So if you can rest players this time of year, amount of football they play, the intensity it's it's going to go up through over the next few weeks. You'd, I'd be resting players for sure. Mm. Those guys have played in big games; they know know to, what to expect. So they're not rookie players that don't understand you've rested the key guys and if you're able to do that this time of year is only a bonus because a lot of a lot of knocks mental freshen up as well because you know obviously the intensity goes up and i'd be resting players for sure if i was in that position and i think probably eight, six seven other teams would do the same when I look at the Broncos' record this year after a bye, the, the first bye they had, they were done by the Titans, but then they come back and uh, uh, beat the Bulldogs, which pretty much everyone did, and also beat the Raiders, which was no mean feat uh, after a bye. So I guess the record after having a week off, momentum stopping, whatever you want to call it, it does fall into the Broncos' favour this year, although you can read into those results too, can't you? Yeah, it's just... Yeah, grasping at things there. I think it just you got to cancel out, you know, the type of game. You know, motivation alone to get up for a game, um, finals game. It's irrelevant what's happened throughout the rest of the year. So, yeah, you're playing Suncorp against the Storm in a, in a final, which gives you another week off. So, uh, look, there's no, you don't need any more motivation. You don't need any more, yeah, clarity of where you're going if you get the job done. So it's, um, yeah, it's an easy one for them to get up for. I think. All right, Mac, give us some hope. What do we do as fans? If we want to read the form, we want to look into it. We, we, we've gone through buys. We've gone through what's happened over the last decade and a bit. Do we just look back at the last time they played the Broncos in Melbourne? Is that even relevant at this time of year? All of it's irrelevant. I think you just it's the new game. Players all back from both squads. You know, they've had plenty of players that are rest. You know, Papanow's has a fair break as well, so throw him in the mix, but... New year, the way they they played this year, like I said earlier, it just doesn't doesn't flow any better from them. They've had plenty of break. This is a great opportunity with the team they've got to you know to cement their spot in the grand final within the next couple of weeks if they can get through the storm. But yeah, throwing everything out, it's a, it's a new game, new scenario, and and they're both deserve to be there. Maka, what I like is what we're hearing out of Red Hill. The way they were training on Sunday was Corey Oates is not going to be in that team that runs out against Melbourne. That That's not good from Corey's point of view, and we all love seeing the big unit run around. But it shows that Kevy can make the hard calls. Yeah, but obviously a big call there. Uh, you know, I'd be lying to say I've watched every every game this year of the Bronx, because uh, I haven't, but you know, he's obviously saw something in, in, in Oatsy or whoever's taken that position in Jesse that he prefers at the moment. So... Yeah, it's obviously a hard one and a tough one for Corey to, to probably take. I'd be in similar boat if I wasn't just picked there as well. I'd be upset, but you got to put that aside and try and help your teammates out there because it's a big occasion and it's a team environment. So you got to put that aside and get on with it, whatever that might be, which is very hard to do. But yeah, it's, he's made a tough call there for the big fella, you feel for him. But um, 
yeah, he's obviously saw something there that he likes a little bit more at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's going to be up to, up to Kev to make those hard calls, and he's done that. All right. How do you beat the Melbourne Storm? How do you shut down your Munsters, your Meanies, your Pappenhausens, uh, your, your Nelsons, your, your Harry Grant? Jeez, I'm just listing an entire rep team here. How do yeah. we? <laughs> how do you stop them, Macca? Yeah, well, obviously, you know, a little bit of second phase football, you know, with the ball some offloads and, and using the football, you know, they've probably got to keep to what they know and you can't change up too much of their style, which got them in this position to start with, so... Yeah, that old Kevil obviously done his homework and the rest of the coaching staff there to try and break up the storm. They're so strong defensively and they've just been so good at it for so long. Well coached from Craig. So it's, um, yeah, it's um, they're going to come up with some little bit different here and there, but not obviously change up the whole game plan. All right, one final one from me. And, and I think you're the perfect person to answer this. Being, being part of the spine, uh, Adam Reynolds, the last time they played the Melbourne Storm, he... He knocked himself out. Remember, he was diving for the oh, ball over the line. Yeah, yeah, face planted. So he he didn't last the entire game. How important then will Adam Reynolds be this time round if we see him go the eighty minutes? How how much influence? How much of a factor will he have on this game? Well, you're talking about the spy and the rest of them are you know, inexperienced in terms of playing finals football in those big moments. I know Reese played um, Origin this year, but, you know, Adam's that calm head and he's been in the situation many times before. So being able to keep those young players calm and not being, you know, being able to back themselves and they're not being too erratic. You know, big games are on, on moments throughout games, so they've got to be very mindful of um, keeping calm heads and, and making sure that they've been doing what they've been training for all year. But, yeah, just generally kicking and organising might seem basic, but that's if that's the way finals games are won and very basic football, hanging onto the ball and defending well. So, um, yeah, he obviously a key factor, but has been all year, so it should be no different anyway. Mate, that makes me a lot more confident and puts my mind to rest a bit more. I hope it does for everyone else listening to that. Andrew McCulloch, the voice of reason. Appreciate your time this morning, mate. No, no dramas, mate, any time.